Well, hello everybody, and welcome to today's show, and on today's show, we are talking many, many things, from Sean and I rambling in the first half hour, to little talk about the NBA Finals, is Drake a coach for the Toronto Raptors, is he not a coach for the Toronto Raptors, we'll find out more, and towards the end of the episode, I'm doing some reviews and discussions on the new movies, John Wick 3, Parabellum, the new Aladdin movie, and I got to see an early screening of the new Beatles rom-com musical, whatever you want to call it. It's called Yesterday. You should check it out. Stick around for those reviews. They're coming up. You're listening to the Unemployed Guys podcast. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed. What would you like me to do? How would you like me to uh, start off? I thought you were going to look at Articles of PCP on I your was. phone. I was. And I And I was doing am. the intro, like I always do. Someone's got to carry the show on my back. My back is so sore from carrying this show since October. Okay. But did you find anything else about PCP? <laughs> my name's Luke Chikonis, by the way. You're listening to the Unemployed Guys podcast. Joined, as always, by my co-host, my buddy, my pal, my roommate, Sean Young. Thank you. Hey, buddy. Uh, before we started rolling, or recording, whatever, uh, Sean said he was looking up PCP. Well, I mean, that's, well, we that's had not how the conversation started. A little bit. <laughs> no, it was You not. said that you're going to work for a specific company. Yeah. And I, then I said PCB, Pacific, oh my God, Panama <laughs> City Beach, like the spring break, and yeah. then you said PCP. I said no. I, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, what did you find about Angel Dust? How uh, do you... I mean, if, here's the desired effects. When a person ingests PCP, they expect to feel a pleasant high and hallucinate. Initially, the individual might feel happy, and perception changes may not be extreme. Hallucinations, but changes to light, color, sound, and touch. The individual may experience changes in time, either slow down or speeding up, or they can feel out of or above their bodies. Mm. Any effects of PCP begin within 30 to 60 minutes after it has been ingested orally, or a few minutes if smoked or injected. Oh. Depending on the size and potency of the dose, effects can last for four to six hours, or as long as 24. Have you... What is... <laughs> if you don't mind my asking, if you don't feel like answering, because this is on... Uh, this is on... I said on camera. It's not. It's being recorded, so... Yeah. Whatever you say can and would be used against you in a court of law. So why do you or, ask? Or a potential job down the road. What is the most gnarly drug you've ever done? Do you feel comfortable answering? Um, I've taken this drug called love. Oh. And that's probably the gnarliest. That's gnarly. <laughs> that one hurts the most. Love? Yeah. Are we talking... Are you... Is this some sort of... Because you're talking to the world's worst drug aficionado Okay. Ever. <laughs> Your worst... Very worst drug. PCP. PCP. I took it. I took the angel dust. <laughs> and it dusted me. It, it ghosted me. No, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I've, I don't want to give the illusion that I've ever. I will tell this story. I in, I I ingested the marijuana. I may have. Well, if the if the shoe fits, smoke it. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I will tell this story real quick. When we were... I feel like I might have told this story on the show before. 
So if I have, I apologize, but you know, 50 plus episodes, they all merge together. So I'm going to continue on. <laughs> when we were doing Wild Party, or when Wild Party was done at Western Illinois University, we weren't in it, and that's yeah. actually how the whole unemployed thing started. Right. They, in the production that we did at Western, they were doing coke, cocaine on stage, but it was actually just... For real. Yes, it was real. It was a, <laughs> bam, book of sugar. That's where they, they had a dealer. Every day he would come mm-hmm. in. They would do fight call and then drug call. And, and, and the dealer would come in and get all yeah. the, the cast and the crew high. It and, was a big uh, bonding experience. And that's why Western is on the verge of shutting its doors. And also, that's why, you know... You can't that, eat at El Ranch anymore. That second part's true. The first part well, about yeah. Western. Well, we'll see. But. And that's why they had to cut the budget on uh, their set and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, probably. Fully towards I like, crack. I like the set of Wild. Party. I did too. I actually love. I really the show. did. We did in general. Yeah. Anyway, so we had it was crushed up vitamin, uh, vitamin C, vitamin or D, D. One of the two doesn't matter. It was it was a vitamin. That's mm-hmm. essentially what it yeah. was, and that's what they were snorting on sabers. They were actually they were actually snorting it, and wasn't wasn't fake. They weren't they weren't doing fake bumps. They were doing fake bumps, <laughs> but the they bumps were doing the way, fake bumps. But the way they, they were. were but what, what, what they were bumping was fake. Take that. So as far as we know. when everyone got to do it, because except for uh, except pretty much for me and Sean, because it seems like everybody was in that show except Sean and myself. So we were at a friend of ours who ended up taking one of the bags as like a, as a souvenir, or whatever the the fake Coke. She took the bag. Oh. Maddie, actually, she uh, she called into the show. You guys might remember the great Maddie Lego. She called into our show, and. She took a fake bag of the Coke, and I remember they were talking about it, and she's like, oh, I have it. And I was like, oh, I never got to try it. I would like to try it. So she brought it out. We cut it up like you would, you know, straight out of Scarface style. And I said, well, if I'm going to do fake Coke, I need a real $100 bill. Yeah. And someone had a $100 bill on them, rolled it up. And the best part is, before I took the bump of fake coke Before which I it truly was coke. fake coke i remember they were someone was recording it and i like jokingly said to the camera all right guys <laughs> this is totally not real coke it's fake coke it's from a musical yada 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 and then i did i did the you the, did the, the coke I did, I did the fake coke and then i watched it the video back and i was like wow that totally looks like I'm doing real coke, <laughs> and that the little pre uh, pre show speech I gave was like making a it's joke, like, yeah, and being like, "I'm not doing coke." Wink, wink, wink. Watch me get super freaking high. So, uh, if that video ever resurfaces, which I don't think it would, because I'm pretty sure whoever filmed it was like, "Yeah, you got to delete that." It looks like I'm doing real coke. That was truly fake coke, and don't listen to my snide and somewhat mysterious curtain speech before I actually did the fake coke because it was really fake coke. That story could have easily been told in like 40 seconds, but you know me. I like to drag things out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the show, guys. So let's take it back to the intro. Uh, Sean, what do you, what would you like me to say? Instead of, hey, everybody, or hey, guys, I feel like they're both pretty... I don't want to. I don't want to be like, and on today's episode, because that's the intro. There's like the intro, and there's the intro to the actual episode. Yeah, but you say it for both. Not all the time. Sometimes it's, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Happy Friday! Yeah, I've heard that one before every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those who build glass houses for a living, Sean, <laughs> should not practice stone throwing when they get off the clock. 
Get what I'm saying? I don't, because oh. that doesn't make sense. Because if I build glass homes, mm-hmm. that does not mean I own a glass home. 100% does. No, that's not how... Because you can't afford a brick home, because you're poor. I live in a brick home right now. You fucking wish you did. This is all this is all silicone and fiberglass. If that was the case, our building would be gone from the tornado. <laughs> from this past winter? <laughs> yeah. This, well, that too. It just would have slowly melted in one day. And that would have been how it went. So, we're going to talk about some stuff today on the show. Really, the only two things we're going to talk about, and you probably heard it in the, the pre-show intro. <laughs> um, we're going to talk some NBA Finals. Yeah. For like briefly, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of relying on I you. Can, on I can mention it now. But I do have one thing. I do have one question asked about that, and okay. then also I'm going to talk some movies, and you're going to ask me some questions. It's going to be more yeah, sure. instead of me being like I'm going to review it, but we're also going to try to make a conversation of it because I've seen three new movies, and you did not see three new movies. I, uh, what did I see last? What was the last movie I saw in theaters no. or just in general? We watched Prisoners well, like a week ago. In theaters was uh, Avengers. Yeah. yeah. You still have yet to go to the movies with me. We've lived together now for nine months, and you always ditch me. I remember, like when we when we would first go. Honestly, when we would first when we first moved in, like we'd be like, oh, "I'm gonna go see Beautiful Boy today, or Widows, or oh, yeah. whatever," and you'd be like, "Okay, I'm down," and you never went with me. Yeah, because you would go at like eight a.m. Well, I got a nine a.m. I got to plan gonna, my day accordingly. Yeah, I'm not gonna go to a. I'm gonna just fall asleep in the movie theater. Actually, especially if you watch Widows. Yeah, that's a fair. That's a fair <laughs> criticism. That's fair. I can't. I can't really fight you on that one. I found out lately when I'm going to the movies, it didn't happen the night when I saw Aladdin or last night when I yeah. saw Aladdin, but another movie I saw called Yesterday, which was an advanced screening, which we'll talk about in a little bit. That movie and just I find like every other two or three movies I see, I fall asleep for like five minutes and mm-hmm. like the. After like I get through the first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. I fall asleep for like five minutes, and then I wake up and then I'm like totally energized and ready to go for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Maybe I hate to be like I'm getting old, but maybe that's a maybe a sign of I've, getting a little bit older. Who knows? But I've never fallen asleep. In Actually, the in the theater, oh, yeah. I've done it all the time. I also do it all the time. I can't tell you the last time I went and saw a play or a musical that I didn't fall asleep for at least five to ten minutes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. Oh, it is a huge problem. It's, huge. See, I guess I only go to the theater when, like, I know there's Someone's a movie. Someone's in it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I like you are saying. Oh, movie theater. Yeah, movie theater. Yeah. When, um, when I know I'm going to thoroughly enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. So I don't just go like that is true. Like I'm seeing more, much more movies that I can easily go into. And be like ah, this might suck, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still right. kind of intrigued. Right. Whereas plays, a lot of times or musicals, more often than not, it's I'm going to support a friend. Right. And and then you fall asleep during their show. Yeah, 100. Yeah. percent And I usually tell them. I usually will be afterwards like, yeah, I fell asleep for like 20 minutes. It's not. It wasn't your performance. It's just. I've always found too because it's no, usually you should... you're getting dinner before a show and drinking and then they dim those lights and more often than not you get pretty comfy seats yeah. and you go all right well I'm gonna just shut the eyes here for 20 minutes I saw one I saw a friend in a show in January and I conked out after the first like five minutes where I met all the characters I think I woke up with about 10 minutes left of Act <laughs> One and I was like all right missed a lot but it was a farce so I pretty much got the gist of it. And I, uh, the show was fine. I, I had no issues really with the show. The show was, you know, well, you perfectly fine. It. 
from what I did see, I enjoyed. You saw the back of your eyelids, which I'm sure was a great show. Actually, yeah, I, I think maybe if I go to the sleep is when dead. I go to see plays and musicals now, maybe I should do like what Captain Jack Sparrow did in the second Pirates and like get the eye Ooh, tattoos. Yeah. So when I shut my eyes, it looks like I'm awake. You're awake. Yeah. So I like that. We'll see. It's creepy. It yeah, I don't know creepy. what's going on, and it happens very. It's like every third movie I see in the movie theaters. Yeah. I like fall asleep after we get through the first ten to fifteen minutes, and kind of like the plot is established. I just go, okay, I can check out here for like five, ten minutes, and I fall asleep. And then I wake up, and I'm totally into it. You have, like, theater narcolepsy. Almost. It happened during that, that Yesterday movie. I really? It was great. I really enjoyed the movie. But I got through the first 15 minutes, and I was like, okay, yeah, so he's going to start writing Beatles songs and say he wrote the songs for the Beatles. <laughs> and then I woke up, and he was playing... Uh, he was playing yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So, oh. And I was like, oh, perfect. Great timing. And the guy's got a great voice. So I was like, this is wonderful. But anywho, we'll get into my actual reviews and all the movies in a little bit. That's so Yeah, weird. I know. It's bizarre. Even, gonna... even when I drink and go eating, I just don't fall asleep. I feel like I don't want to fall asleep in like a public place like that. I feel like definitely out of you, me, and Tom, I am the little baby who needs to get his sleep the most. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always the first one to tap out and be like, I'm going to bed. There's been a couple days that I've only, I've like, I haven't been able to fall asleep until like four. Mm-hmm. And then I'm waking up at like seven, like wide awake. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. It's time to start the day. And with a lot of, a lot of my work shifts now, I'm scheduled early mornings. Mm-hmm. So my sleep schedule is especially screwed because i wake up at 5 30 get home between 2 30 and 3 mm-hmm. and then i if i don't go to the gym within like the first half hour to an hour i know i'm gonna fall yeah. asleep for like three hours then go to the gym at like 9 or 10 shower eat come home come home shower eat and then go to bed right and struggle probably most likely falling asleep because i took yeah. you know only a couple hours before like a four hour nap so right that's Hey, that's just a little bit of the insight of what we're getting into these days. Naps are naps are dangerous things. One hundred percent. Yeah, like you can. Nap. They can be your best friend or your enemy. Yeah, because you can. Like I know I've napped for like you said like five minutes, mm-hmm. and I felt great. I've napped for five hours, and I felt great. But I've also napped for five minutes and wanted to kill myself. Mm-hmm. I've also napped for eight hours, which is a normal night's sleep, and wanted to kill myself when I wake up. <laughs> So. I napped today uh, before I went to go see Al- or on Thursday when mm-hmm. I went to go see Aladdin. Um, I think I napped like a good hour before the movie, so I was good. I, I felt I woke up was a little groggy. Went over to Starbucks, got myself a frappuccino, nice, nice. just to keep me awake. The frozen ones though, yeah. with the oh. with the caramel drizzle on top. Okay, okay. Well, it just I, I can't do actual coffee. Why? I'm not a writer. I'm not brooding in the city of Seattle. I'm not a writer. Well, I drink coffee every single day. Sometimes you do. A lot of times you'll like go to work, you'll take two sips, and I'll wake up, you know, a couple hours later if you're gone, and there's just a cup of coffee sitting on the counter, (laughs) ice cold, and I'm like, am I supposed to leave this here for him? Yeah. Are we going to donate this? Like, what's going on? Leave it. I'm coming back. I'm going to microwave it. Oh, okay. So I should stop pouring it out? No, you don't pour it out. Nobody's ever poured out my cups of coffee. That's not true. I definitely have. It's only it, if it's out here, nobody mm-hmm. nobody pours it out. If it's, if it's in, in there, there, yeah, it's poured out. Yeah, it's because you know what? When I especially when I want to like get the dishes clean and everything, yeah. anything that's even near, <laughs> if, if, if it even has like a small thumbprint on or smudge, it's going in. It's getting washed and going into the dishwasher like a clean kitchen, like a clean apartment. Which we got pretty lucky because we're all fairly clean. 
I mean, I'm clean. I'm clean out here. Yeah. Like my room gets really messy. Your only... room looks like some sort of hazardous waste combusted on and, your sheets. And it's always which who knows. And no. Oh. Not that I. I mean, maybe I don't remember. You sleep with that door open, right? You hear me? I do. Oh, you do. That's true. <laughs> it is wide open every morning. You it's should true. know. Uh, yeah, I can say. Oh, we're still sleeping. It's adorable. <laughs> I have to be quiet. I try to be quiet then in the morning. Honestly, the only Tom would thing... probably disagree with that statement. I'm sometimes pretty loud in the morning. Oh no, Tom is the Tom's like the deep deep sleeper. Because I remember when we went to a wedding and we were staying in the same hotel room, I knocked something over or something, and it was a loud bang, and he did not wake up. And he always tells me, I never wake up when, like, anybody's around. Do you remember, like, it was one of our first five episodes and we were talking and Tom was trying to, like, move that lamp over there <laughs> and he just totally dropped it and it made the loudest thud ever. And it was like, dude, can that not, literally, do you have to rearrange the living room while we're trying to record an episode? I think if you even listen to it, you can kind of hear it in my voice. Uh, I was kind of pissed. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, are you doing this right now? I just thought of that when you said you knocked something really over. Funny, it was very. It was. It was like in that corner it was. right there. It was that lamp. Yep. 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 But, um, uh, interesting. Some some fun discussions here. I don't yeah, know. Are you... This is what I love about the, honestly. This is what this I we always you know kind of not we always have our little topics like we we'll text the day before the day of a show and be like oh let's talk NBA finals and yeah. I'll review some movies or talk about some new movies. Yeah. But this is like my favorite part, and I hope if people aren't liking this conversation, well, too bad because now. We went from talking about coffee and sleeping patterns. Sean, the PCP. The PCP. Are you, are, you're not a deep sleeper. You're a, you're a light sleeper. Um, depends. Depends. I, I think I can go either way. It has to it has to be something fairly loud to wake me up because I'm able to when like the bars are pumping mm-hmm. are right next door and yeah. the people are getting hopped up and yeah. the music's playing and. I'm double screwed too because the Wrigley lights really shine into my room, but I, it's not too bad. Right. It was really funny being home, and we've talked about this. I was home from Memorial Day weekend, and I was back in my old, I was in my basement, bedroom, whatever, at my parents' house. <laughs> back in my basement. Yeah, pretty much. And it was just so dark and quiet down there. And like, it was a thing like where I can't even see my hand yeah. in front of me. Yeah. Here, I can see everything. Oh, yeah, it's, no, it's as if I have a bunch of lava lamps lit up in my room because there's so much light. But I'm still able to fall asleep. But I would definitely say out of the three of us, I don't know, maybe not about you, I'm definitely more so of a heavier sleeper. I know Tom is heavier sleeper than me. I don't know if I'm a heavier sleeper than you. I don't you. know. Whenever you guys... I never hear you guys in the morning mm-hmm. doing anything. Yeah. I've never woken up to I have really good guys. hearing. I have, I have an extraordinary hearing. I, I've been very blessed with with the the gift of, of good ears. I great ears, have greater nose, great smell. Oh, sense of smell. I have an okay sense of smell, which is funny because my nose is as big as Tallahassee. <laughs> so you tell me. Um, but, I I can't hear. My hearing is bad. My eyes, well, I have glasses, mm-hmm. so they're not like perfect. Mm-hmm. But my smelling, my mm-hmm. scent. Not my scent, but my sense of scent. Do you, scent. Have, do you have good, like, spidey senses? Like, can you tell when... <laughs> this is a funny question. <laughs> do you have good spidey senses? Like, if I ever come home one day pissed off, you're like, oh, he's in a mood. You can tell right away. Well, yeah, <laughs> most most days, are, most days are the same only because you slam that fucking door like you're angry every single day. <laughs> also, 
Tom and I know when you come in downstairs. Well, I'm usually on the phone. No, it's the way the door slams or... And then, as soon as you start taking, like, two steps on the stairs, uh-huh. we know it's you. That's fine. And we're like, well, Luke's home. <laughs> and then, you know, five seconds later, you're walking through the door. That's that's funny. My dad is a lot like that. I mean, obviously, you can tell, like, I, you can tell the difference, like, when someone, my dad, yeah, yeah. 6'2", you know, right. is walking up or downstairs as opposed to my stepmom or my sister or uh-huh. whoever it might be. My dad also is, uh, hi, dad, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um <laughs> He he's really he he has great like dad communication. Okay. Like he'll let you know if he's pissed. Mm-hmm. But my dad my dad has kind of like three levels like happy go lucky the man which which is the best. Then obviously you know like father like son he can get a little heated get a little little frazzled and angry <laughs> at times. But then there's kind of that happy medium with him, and it's almost sometimes even worse. My dad will like come home from work or like he'll come in from like mowing the lawn and if he's just like tired or like in a bad mood or whatever he'll just let out like a deep deep sigh and he'll just be like <sighs> and then you know it's like oh what's wrong someone someone check on him what's going on but yeah so sometimes sometimes I think I can catch myself with with Luke's size and that, oh, that yeah. can also read I have, I've tried to get better with not slamming this door as much and I don't do it on purpose <laughs> I, I really don't, don't. No, that's the, this one I think I've gotten pretty good at that's the best part is you don't do it on purpose this one I've gotten pretty good at the back door there's no help in it because no. I just usually I usually in the mornings if I wake <laughs> up with a door slam it's because I am pissed cause it's like fucking A man it's 545 I'm What's... going to work it sucks it's still dark out I'm going to probably run into like four rats in the alley behind the house they're going to scare the shit out of me because I'm still half asleep and I'm going to like feel one run over my foot it's also either that or that door gets left wide open which yeah. I've done yeah I've done it once or twice too maybe that's why I'm slamming it so hard because I'm well, so self conscious I never I just I just know every morning I'm like alright I shut that door and then like I'll come home <laughs> and it's just wide open yeah and then I, I feel like I've had that happen to me a couple times too and Tom's like yeah you guys we gotta make sure we, we're shutting that door and I'm like I could have sworn I, I, I shut it, then opened it and shut it again, and then locked them both from the outside, and then punched it to make sure it wouldn't move. And then Tom's like, yeah, the door was open when you left for work today. And it's like, what? What? I don't know. I don't know. Things are great, though. Things are great. This has oh, yeah. been it's been a fun little uh, sneak peek, pulling the curtain back. Uh, see what's going What? <laughs> some, Sean just pulled some hair on everything okay yeah daddy warbucks I mean I'm going bald but oh. that was a lot of hair for just have you ever have you ever considered just doing a buzz straight buzz uh, I mean I when I grow when I grow up when I was when growing I grow up, up I, wanna be, wanna be, I had a flat top just oh. like my dad nice because I wanted to be like my dad mm-hmm. uh, and then so I, you have dad communication a... of <sighs> oh yeah, no it's more of a <laughs> that's a good one it's more of a very loud letting uh-huh. everybody everyone know. know he's displeased yeah your dad seems like a like inward my dad is just hey everybody i'm really pissed <laughs> listen to me now with your dad is then if someone's like what's wrong is he like oh nothing <laughs> no because my because see that's funny because my dad does you the two flips of the coin he'll either be like yeah i'm pissed off or he'll be like nope everything's fine it's like when i was a kid and i used to ask him if i could if he ever needed help mowing the lawn because he would never let me do it because he was he was he's so particular about the way yep. he likes his lawn and you know that's yep. that's his thing and after a while like when i would first start as a kid 
I'd be, I would, I would wait till like the last 10 minutes when he was done. I'd be like, do you need any help? He'd be like, nope, nope, don't need help now because I'm done. I was out there for two hours. Where were you? You were sleeping. Oh, now you're up, now you're up. Oh, you shot already? Good. Don't worry, don't, don't worry about it. But after a while, and it would be like very passive aggressive. I love you, dad. Once again, I love you. Uh, but then after, nowadays, he's just like, don't go anywhere near my fucking lawn. You, you baboon of a son. And so, yeah. But anyway, with your dad, he wants, he wants it to be heard. Oh, yeah. It's great. And then my mom will give him the what's wrong what's wrong with, without actually wanting wanting an answer yeah it's more of like a, oh okay i have to say this type of thing marriage yeah marriage will do that to you and then well me and my mom just kind of sit behind my dad and just laugh at him because <laughs> he can help himself yeah it happens it's all good um so look this was nice little little therapeutic to talk about all this stuff but let's get into some tasks at hand today uh-huh uh, the first one being the NBA Finals. What's going on? And then I have... First, give us a recap okay. of what happened. I know tonight was game one, or Thursday night was game one. Okay. Then I have a question. Okay. And then we can move on accordingly. Uh, the Raptors won game one, um, which was a big win for them. They, uh, It'll be really hard for them to win game two, I think. I think Golden State is going to steal it back and tie the series. Um, but I really do think this series is going to go to seven games. Uh, Golden State has two big injuries. One of them, their DeMarcus Cousins is kind of coming off of. So tonight he looked like a he looked like he was tired, and he only ran like two minutes. Um, and then Kevin Durant is hurt. He won't be in uh, the next game, game two. But he may be in game three. What's if, wrong with him? He's got a, I want to say Achilles. Ooh, gotta be careful with that. Man. Achille, Achille, it's Achilles or heel. Ugh, both are down there. Very painful. Or calf. I think it's calf. That is also very painful. All of, all, the back of the leg. Yeah, it's, all it's in, which is very uh, important in basketball. It is. Um, so, yeah, they, it's going to be a fun series to watch. Are you still picking the Warriors in seven? Uh... I don't really want to pick. Yeah, you're just enjoying, just yeah. kind of watching. I mean, you also you don't really have a dog honest, in the yeah, fight. Yeah, I don't give a shit who wins. Yeah, none I'm not. It, none of it matters. I think it's kind of cool. I I'm again. This is anyone who's listening to the show knows I am not a basketball guy. But mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. I, Raptors haven't been like a big premier team in mm-hmm. recent years. Correct? No. Is this their kind of first year of? This is their very first year of, being in the NBA Finals ever. I saw that. Were they like competitive at least last year, the season before? They've always been competitive. They had the okay. best record last year. However, oh. they failed miserably in the playoffs. Yeah, they, they but they've failed like three times in a row. Three, so they've always so most recently they've they've been a competitive team and have been around. They hadn't gotten out of the, the first this, round of the so, playoffs. So they were kind of like the Cincinnati Bengals. Sure. Yeah. Always doing well. Very competitive. People are like, this could be the year, and they get to the first round and they shit the bed. Yeah, great. Basically, okay. I don't have a dog this fight either. I don't care. I just yeah. wanted to talk a little sports, and especially the finals. I know we do have some NBA listeners. Um, so it'll go. They're in Toronto for one more game, correct? And then they go to Golden State for then, three or two. So I want to say it's two two, and then one one one. So Golden State will have now. I know. Slight advantage. Or will Toronto? No, Toronto will oh. have the advantage cool. because they're the number, the higher ranked. Yeah, the number two seed. I don't. Yeah, see, 
I know there's uh, like some sports mm-hmm. have the two, three, two, mm-hmm. like a series yeah. type. Um, but or, I don't know what the NBA is. I don't know if, and it changed. I think it yeah. like switches back and forth. Yeah. Anywho, not this is that important because the Raptors could win the next three, and that could be it. Well, four. Well, yeah, yeah. next three. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. Yeah. Game. Game. What? Is everything okay? Yeah. I, <laughs> did I tell you our internet has been like really shit in the bed? Yeah. Lately. This was supposed to be this premier internet you told me about when we first moved in here. What's going on with it? I don't know. It's only. It's been the last like week and a half. Which is kind of frustrating, even more so because for the past week now tom hasn't been here i was gone for three days yeah it's not like we had a bunch of people on the uh the wi-fi no it was pretty much just you you know what i do think happened somebody moved in to the apartment below to uh, below us i honestly think sometimes uh the wi-fi yeah two on the first floor there's new people there i think so or right below us i know somebody moved new neighbors i think so oh really i think so I did see a girl saw, walking with her mom today, and the mom said hi to me, but the girl didn't, which I thought was pretty rude. So now the next time I see her, I'm going to have to be like, hey, get me your mom's phone number. Hey, your mom's hot. Hey, your mom's hot. Dude. Yeah, it's uh, two. <laughs> your mom's hot, dude. Two, two, one, one, one. Two, two, one, one. Two, two, one, one, one. Two, two, one, one, one. Your mom's hot, dude. I am a woman. I'm not a dude. I have never been called a man. Would you like to hear the backstory of that? line real quick sure one day i was in high school i was walking with my friend danny i was walking with my friend josh and my friend josh inadvertently stepped on this girl's shoe that was ahead (laughs) of us he like gave her a flat tire but it was completely accidental (laughs) and she turned around she like got in his face and said like watch where you're going whatever and then my friend josh just kind of like got a reaction was like he was like whoa just take it easy man like what like kind of was (laughs) laughing too we were all what it was kind of funny because she got so upset over just a simple error and she just she just said to him, "I have never been called a man." And then she just walked away. <laughs> she went, "Whoa, just take it easy, man." She went, "I have never been called a man." I uh, I I accidentally, when anybody walks into the VR place, mm-hmm. I I say, "Hey, what's up, guys?" When it's not because you're thinking of me. What? No, because of the show. Yeah. And yeah, wanna, and you yeah, want and you want to talk about the podcast? Are you promoting? Ooh, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Welcome to beep 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 job. But yeah, Whatever. I accidentally say it to women all the time. You're not allowed to really say that anymore. It's like the gender thing. What's up, people? <laughs> what's up, humans? What's up, people who have pulses and different types or, or don't? To, or I don't. don't. I don't. I don't want to assume. I, I have never had a pulse. <laughs> How dare you? I have never been a human. <laughs> All right. Oh, my one question was, and then oh, we, yeah. can, we can move off. About Drake? About Drake. Yeah. Why is he... He It wasn't so bad in the game tonight, but mm-hmm. I've seen like a lot of highlights of him always standing up. Yeah. And it looks like he's the coach for the fucking Raptors. Yeah. Why is he doing that? Well, he was born in Toronto. That's great. I don't see Jack Nicholson when the Lakers playing being like, all right, come on now, let's run, let's run a good defense well, here. Well, first of all, Jack Nicholson can't. Well, who knows? He, he can't stand anymore. 
he's God, he's really almost sad. dead. Yeah, he's not. But he's, that, I don't know if he's almost dead, but he, we have not seen him in a long time. But there's plenty of people that are on the sidelines. He's just the most outspoken one. But I've literally seen him like. Do you know who the head coach for the Raptors is? Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, mm-hmm. great name. <laughs> I've seen him at times almost being like talking to him during the games, as if like they're like, as if Nick Nurse is the head coach and Drake is the assistant coach. He's like, all right, Drake, what kind of play should we run here? And I don't. Maybe. I just, I just, it's and tonight he t- on the first game from the the highlights I saw, yeah. he looked pretty well behaved, and I yeah. totally get what, being pumped up got, and, and psyched. He got talked to by the NBA. Oh, okay. About it. Yeah. Cause I was so, gonna, like, I was gonna say because honestly, it looked like there was times where if you would, if Nick Nurse was nowhere to be found, if he was by some chance tying his shoe, Drake <laughs> was so close to the other players and to the Raptors bench, I honestly thought. He was like an assistant coach, or like that. He was a, a partial owner in the team, and they're like, "Yeah, you can come down and coach well, he every might, now and then." He might actually be a partial owner of the team now. Yeah, but yeah, It'd be like going to the Cubs game and seeing Ronnie Woo Woo giving Joe Madden advice about the bullpen. Cubs, woo! Cubs, woo! I just, I was, I honestly didn't understand why he was doing that, but I mean, I guess if I was to the level of Drake's fame. And or status, and, I would try to get that with the Tigers. Right, exactly. I'd also like to point out, ever since I went on that somewhat very incoherent rant last week, I listened back to it. I just, I was too passionate. But I, I didn't know what you were talking about. Well, it's I just okay. let you go. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since I did that, Jacoby Jones has been really good. <laughs> Dude's been on fire, and Miguel has had his power back. So you're welcome to any of the Tigers out there who are listening to this show, which I know you guys all do. You're welcome. Um, what are they in the last ten games now? Ah, they're like three and seven, but they took two or three from the Orioles. That was their so that's nice. That's good. Always good to beat the uh, worst team in baseball. Yeah, always that's, fun. That's always nice to yeah to do that. Um, um, I I there was a great series this past weekend, uh, Cubs Astros. That was, that was a, great. That was a uh, that, staple of where both those teams are right that, now. I honestly think that is a precursor to what we could see in October in the yeah, World Series. It's just the Strohs are a good team and the Cubs are a good team. But let's look at it. Let's look at this. The Dodgers have won seven more games still than the Cubs. Mm-hmm. They're thirty-eight and nineteen. Not to the, the Dodgers extent. are playing real well. Not to the extent. Uh, yes, the Dodgers are playing very well, and they will. 100% be in the playoffs this season. But Dodgers the past couple seasons are kind of like the Bengals. Not, no, not to the extent of the Bengals, because the Bengals get into the playoffs and they lose like right away. Yeah, like yeah. They do the coin toss and they've already lost. The, the, the Dodgers are the Buffalo Bills. Dodgers, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Dodgers know how to make it to the grand finale, Yeah, and then they just are like, oh, shit. Oh, God. Well, now what? Now what do we do? So yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a great we kind of talked about it on last week's episode that NL Central it's going to be so much fun to watch not it's going for, to be not for me yeah, maybe I, for I, those that are fans in it for uh, for um, me it, I'm so excited because my team's practice is done for the year you know <laughs> they're just focusing on draft and maybe trades at the deadline um, so to be kind of like oh now we just get to kind of watch baseball and enjoy it. I'm very excited to watch that and that AL East is going to be a lot of fun and I am mm. pulling for the Rays man if the Rays can get into the playoffs, that's the team I'm riding with, honestly. Yeah, I think that I love those smaller market teams, and especially if you can top the Yankees and the Red Sox, which right now the Rays have a legitimate chance at winning the AL East as it stands today, which is practically the beginning of June, yeah, so they're, they're, a lot of baseball left to go. They're half a game behind. Yeah, so I mean, I would just be, it, it's, again, it's that underdog story, oh, I mean, yeah. especially to dethrone the Yankees. But again, the scary thing with the Yankees is 
they're not even at full strength yet, no, and they're, they're still not. kicking ass. They're basically this a, a triple A team. team. <laughs> exactly. This is a triple A. I mean, uh, Stanton and Judge, as far as I believe, are not playing. So we'll see. But anywho, baseball's yeah. great. It's great. It's all good. It's all fun. Um, Anything else before we uh, kind of transition away? I know the Indy 500 was like up last weekend or something. But yeah, I, I don't, don't watch that at all. That. My dad said he loves watching that. Really? He said he does not like really racing, but he yeah. loves watching the Indy 500 it's a and spectacle. the Daytona. That's the thing, though. The yeah, Indy 500 still... is so much different than any other race. Yeah, I just I still can't get into it. And that's fine. Me neither. Yeah. But I know at one point I did go to the Indy 500 when I was a kid. Yeah. Don't remember a damn thing about it. Only but you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, because I was with my dad and one of his like, friends. Do you know what Thursday night was? This yesterday night? Thursday night? Tonight? Thursday night? No. It was the spelling bee. Was it? I love the spelling bee. Was it really? I love it so much that I haven't watched it for like the past four years. But man, is it that is some high quality entertainment. 2019. That was tonight. Strip spelling bee. You know what I was supposed to do? Uh, I was supposed to watch the spelling bee at seven and then go see Aladdin, and then I fell asleep for an hour instead of oh, watching the spelling no. bee. Yeah. Cool. Damn naps struck again. National spelling bee declares eight co-champions. Oh my, no way. Is that true? Yeah. This is a Sean story you're pulling on me Sean right now. Sean story. <laughs> In recent news. If our internet wants to work. If it doesn't, that's all right. You keep pulling that up. You keep pulling that up, baby. Um, yeah, I don't know. Eight co eight co champs. National Spelling Bee declares eight co champions after 20 rounds in historic first. That sucks. Spell it. Unprecedented. Go ahead. Unprecedented? Yep. Oh, God. Unprecedented. U N P R E C E D E N T E D. Unprecedented? That is correct. Is it really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Hot the, dog, dig dog, dig dog, baby. Uh, after five, I have never been called a man. After five and a half hours of competition, they called it. Oh. Uh, the winners. Oh God. Give me the names. Okay. And I'll spell their names. Okay. I'm gonna need some help. The winners were Rashik Ganhasri. Oh, I know him. Aaron Howard. Okay. <laughs> spell now. Saketh Sundar. What is he sucking? Shruthika Padi. No, she doesn't need to use the bathroom. So whom? Sukatanka. She saw whom? Abhijay Kodali. Oh, okay. Christopher Sarajo. Oh. And Rohan Roha. Rohan Roha. Rohan, I love that name. Rohan Raha. Rohan Raha. Rohan Raha. Ha-ha. Rohan Raha. The ha-ha. best. The best. Rohan Raha. Ha-ha. The best are when they fail. Oh, yeah. By far, I, right? I played the video the one time I know on the show. Oh, yeah. When the kid fails and he goes up, his name is Jacob, and he goes, uh, Kabara, go, oh, I know it. I, I totally know it. <laughs> and then he gets it wrong and he just goes, what? And then he hears it and he just does this, like, sniff of, oh, Ding. That's oh. the worst. That's uh, the worst. True story. There is a great movie about the spelling bee called Aquila, Aquila and the, the Bee. bee. Actually, I've never seen it. The joke I was the that was a joke. The truth oh. the movie I was gonna go for is Bad Words with Jason Bateman. Oh, he plays an adult who's in the spelling bee. It is a very <laughs> funny comedy, and I believe he directed it as well. 
Very funny. Well, Very that funny sucks. dark comedy. Man, that's that that really sucks. That eight of them won. Does it make what is it? does it make me much of a of a of man stuck in the old that, days if I'm saying that it's bad that eight kids that won? That is the perfect example of what children are today. Yeah. Just stuck up little brats that have to win. Not that it's not to their in the kids' defense though that it was like their choice. Unless maybe it was, and they're like, "Are you guys okay with an eight-way tie?" And they're like, "Sure, why not?" Rohan Raha, you cool with that? Rohan Raha, of course. Um, but yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. That is uh, stupid, that's kind man. of if you're like man. everybody should lose. <laughs> and no that's one should what, win. Yeah, that's what makes them like. They should better. have given it to me. I spelled unprecedented correctly. Yeah, you did. I did. So thank you. Eight kids won. Yeah, it's not good, and I hate to be can the you, one... Can you I, imagine if there were eight <laughs> champions in the MLB? <laughs> the Tigers might win a World Series. The Tigers they, they, may they, be they, they have a much better chance. Um, that's not good. That's re- And I hate to be the guy that's like, you know, every, no one... Participation trophies are trash. Yeah, I don't always yeah. believe that, but this is bad. Eight champions? That's not good. That's not... Wanna, uh, I'll, I'll find the winning word. The winning word, yeah, and I'll yeah, try to spell yeah. it, and then if I spell it right... I become the ninth champion. Yes. Ninth champion of the world. It's going to be difficult. i got to find it, though. There's going to be, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you'll be able to. Is our internet working? Or not really? Kind of. Oh. Um, while you're uh, doing that, you find it? Uh-huh. You're not. I was going to tell a story real quick. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, this is a fun story that happened when I was at work the other day. I told the story to Sean, and I was working, and it was pretty quiet at where I was working, and all of a sudden... I was just standing there, and I heard, "Hey!" And I was so I got I was very very startled, and I turned around expecting to see a friend or a drunken idiot that was there because it was a Cubs game going yeah. on that day. And I turned around and I saw this very tiny and frail five foot one old Indian man, and he just said, "Where's your bathroom?" And I went to the right by the pharmacy <laughs> and he just didn't say thank you and he just moseyed away as if he had never even encountered me in the first place and let me tell you something folks i laughed at that interaction for about a good 10 minutes did you find the word uh, yeah okay uh, give it to me i well i don't know hey to, i don't know how to pronounce it i assume it's koinonia koinonia can i have the origin of the definition uh, hold on oh, I can find have, it. oh i thought it would be up you don't have to look it up It's too late. late. I'm looking it up. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. My throat is getting sore. What do we got? What's going on? What do we got? Rohan Roha? I've never been called the man. I was hoping it would be able to tell me. me. Let me just try to spell the word. What was the word? Koinonia. Do you have it pulled up? Koin... Koinonia. Do you have anything yes. for me? It is a Christian fellowship or communion with God or more commonly with fellow Christians. Okay, so it's Christians. It's got to do with Christianity and religion. It is Greek. It's a Greek. Koinonia. 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 Okay, Christianity, Christian, religion, God. Koinonia. Co- J O E L space O S T E E N. Joel Osteen. <laughs> that is correct. All right. Hell yeah. Ninth champion right here. All right, baby. Koinonia. Let me hear it. Koinonia. How do you spell it? <laughs> 
Koinonia. 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 Koinonia to you. The correct spelling is K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A. Koinonia. I've been wrong from the first letter. I thought it started with a C. Koinonia. Koinonia. I actually won uh, my school spelling bee. Did you win? We used to play this game called Sparkle. Do you know what that game? Did that game ring a bell? It was essentially like a spelling bee, no. but you would go letter by letter. So if the word was dog, let's say, yes, I'd go D. You'd go O. I'd say G. Then and you would I'd say, say sparkle. sparkle, and then I would be eliminated. So whoever was standing next to the person that said sparkle, <laughs> you got eliminated. So it's just luck, unless yeah. you get the word. So it was. Wrong. It was essentially like it was essentially like a spelling bee mixed with like an elimination game. Yeah, it was like flippy cup elimination. Except no alcohol or beer. Do you ever do you ever play a math game? Uh, it, and you, it, they gave you a grid of math problems, but it was just like adding, subtracting. It was easy stuff, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you, whoever was the first one to get it all done, won, and they got a, a prize. So something similar to that. I remember when we were learning our times like, tables in the third yeah, grade. Yeah. it was essentially like that. Um, it would be twenty multiplication questions uh-huh. and whoever got them all done first and I was actually pretty good at them which is funny because I'm horrible at math yeah horrible I never won but uh yeah that's that's uh, that's not I wouldn't even try math is not my strong suit same I only own one suit and it ain't math so mm. anywho that's enough with math and spelling bees and Rohan Roha let's talk some movies I recently kind of dipped back into the 2018 pool a bit and have been seeing some flicks in the theaters and I'd like to talk about them all with you now and <laughs> I hope you're all ready to listen and learn and have a nice time. Joel Osteen here. Donate to my mega church. I need more money. Um, yeah, so I recently saw John Wick Chapter 3. I saw a very advanced screening of Yesterday and I most recently saw Aladdin. So, Sean, right. which one should I talk about first? Which questions do you have for well, me? Let's Barbara Walters this thing up. What do you got for me, Barb? Um, let's start with John Wick. Okay. Um, first of all, how was it? I thought it was okay. It, okay. Out of the three movies I've seen recently, it was probably my least favorite. Yeah. And I'll also say that out of the three John Wick movies, it's probably my least favorite John Wick movie. Hmm. Uh, look, if you're... When I first of all, I think we all when we go in to see John Wick movies, we're not going in there for Oscar worthy performances and scripts and directing and all that. We want to see Keanu Reeves kill a bunch of dudes in really obscure ways and evade death at every turn of the page, the corner, mm-hmm. whatever you want to use. Um, this one for me, again, I don't need the story to be some well written Coen Brothers. Saga. I don't need that. Right. The story just got a little too convoluted in this one. Mm. And there was a little bit, especially towards the middle of the film, when they go to the Middle East, and kind of when Halle Berry's character gets introduced into the movie, that I kind of find myself checking out of it. There's still action going on throughout. I just kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. Um, also, I think his name is Jerome Flynn, who's the actor, and he plays Braun in on Game of Thrones. He was in, he was in uh, John Wick 3. So that was fun to see him. For a second, you can kind of hear the crowd go, ooh, because yep. I knew who he was. Barada. Yep. Um, cool. I think the best part of this movie is definitely the beginning. 
the first half hour to 40 minutes picks up directly where the second one left off. Mm. And here's a bit of an unpopular opinion. I think the second one is actually my favorite. Have you seen any of these movies nope. at all? Okay. So the second one essentially ends. <clears throat> there's the overall... In the John Wick world, there's this hotel called the Continental where all these different assassins and killers go and whatnot. Hotel Artemis. In a lot of ways, yes. There's only one rule in the Continental. You can't kill while you're there. You can't kill on company or business grounds or however they describe it. Ian Hotel McShane. Artemis. Ian McShane runs the, the Continental. Yeah. You might know him as Blackbeard from Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. 4 or his one episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, but the second one ends with John Wick killing someone uh, on continental property and they essentially say you can't do that and now you'll be a wanted man and people can kill you and if they kill you they win a big prize of money i think it was like it kept going up it was millions of millions of dollars and literally the second movie ends excuse me with him running through the streets of new york trying to get a head start running away from everybody and you just see all these different people watching him run, and it's supposed to show like all these people are going to try to kill him in the mm-hmm. third movie. And that's essentially where the third one picks up like right away. And that was my favorite part. The first thirty to forty minutes is just him trying to like escape and evade all these different people trying to kill him. Right. Um, and it was just really creative with a lot of the stuff they did. And then, like I said, it kind of goes. The story gets a little bit, kind of gets dragged out and gets a little boring and choppy here and there and once they get to the middle part where they're in the i think it was the middle east and Halle Berry's character comes in i just it wasn't my favorite part and then the yeah. ending the, this isn't a spoiler because they've already announced that they're, they're making a fourth one i didn't love where they're going with the fourth one mm. um, do you think they're gonna end it or begin the fourth with the ending of the third or are they going to skip some time i would say they're probably going to go right into it maybe not as much as two went into three but mm-hmm. i would assume relatively close following the events of the third one the fourth one will pick up right. i just yeah i think the best way i could describe it for john wick three the first act is great second act is okay and the third act was kind of at times like that's kind of cool but also at times it's kind of like eh so Keanu Reeves is great he kills it in the role. Again, I'm not. I don't need Daniel Day Lewis style performances or Jake Gyllenhaal perform. I just, I just, he he fits the part of this badass action hero who throws uh, some stupid one-liners in there from time to time. And he just kills a bunch of people in a lot of different ways. For example, this is a semi-spoiler alert for John Wick Three. In the first five minutes of the movie, he kills someone with a book. Like it's incredible. It, it's so unique. Also, it's I don't know who it was, but it was an NBA player. My dad told me. Yeah. After, yeah, I don't remember who it was. It was some tall guy. Um, he was only in it for like the first two or three minutes. Um, that's a spoiler, but I, like I get again, I said slight, slight spoilers. But yeah, so John Wick three, it's called Parabellum, and I kind of like how they. Oh, Boban Marjanovic. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, is he an NBA player? Mm-hmm. Who's he yeah. play for? Uh, he plays for the Clippers. Nice. Uh, he's seven three. He's seven, very tall. Four. He's very tall, and him and John Wick duke it out. Um, another thing I did like the ti- this one is called John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. They really get they really explain the parabellum and everything and yeah. just the word and the meaning behind it and it fits in really nice. Never felt ever being like oh so that's why it's called. It fit really nice into the story. And overall, it's a fine movie. If you like the first two, you'll enjoy this one. It's got a lot of good action. Keanu Reeves is back. I just felt at times it's a little bit choppier than the other two, and I didn't love how they ended it. And I'm kind of going into the fourth one, kind of being like, all right, you know. And I, with these movies, you always have to have a huge amount of suspension of disbelief. Right. The right. ending of this one, there's a certain scene in particular that I do not want to spoil that I was like, how? 
How, how, how? It's kind of like with the Fast and the Furious movies, mm -hmm. which even more so than the John Wick movies, you really have to just kind of turn off your brain and be like, none of this could happen ever, right, right. ever. After they got done making the first just one, you're like, enjoy it. none of these could ever happen. But it was like in the eighth Fast and the Furious when The Rock was pushing a missile away while driving on ice, like in the middle of yeah. Antarctica or wherever he was. <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh dear, We've, we're really we're really pushing it now. But yeah, that so that happens at the end of third one again i'd give like a solid six out of ten yeah. uh, if you like the first two check it out i had it's, a couple uh, issues with how it wrapped up but that's just me it's got an 8.1 on imdb it's, it's got it's, it's not very well it's got very good reviews on rotten tomatoes it's got like an 89 and it's also the highest grossing of the three movies so the so franchise is alive and well yeah there's no doubt about it yeah. and the fourth one will probably continue to rake in the money I think I'm definitely more in the minority of kind of being like this one wasn't my favorite. I would definitely rank them for myself right now two one three. I would in much, orders of my favorite. I would much rather watch Keanu Reeves and John Wick than any Fast and Furious film. Yeah, so I'm assuming I you won't, hate them. You won't be seeing Hobbs and Shaw this summer. No, the Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham team up movie in the um, Fast and the Furious I mean, universe. I mean, I might watch it if no, it has nothing to do with Fast and Furious. Yeah, you're. I don't. You really and I. Because when we watched that one movie, Hurricane Heist, remember yeah. when I was when we were doing the bet last year? Mm -hmm. Like I could acknowledge it's a bad movie. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. But I was entertained with it for an hour and forty minutes. I think I can kind of see that, and I think for you, you're just kind of like, this is a waste of my fucking time. I could literally be doing anything. I, that's totally fine and valid. Because just, when I watch a film, I want to like really enjoy the film, yeah. which is probably why I don't watch a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Which you're very is like, selective. Uh, yeah, you're just, very selective. You're like, you're like my buddy Danny, my, my friend Danny from back home. Very selective with the movies he watches. More often than not, when we'd go yeah. see movies together, I'd say, "What'd you think of it?" And he would leave saying, "That sucked." And I'm like, "Okay." Now when he started, now when he was saying that about movies like the first Avengers and the Force Awakens, I was like, all right, take oh, it easy, Mister okay. Grumpy well, Pants. No, but now we just um, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, so actually, I think he liked Force Awakens. I don't know. I'll have to ask him next time I see him. But anywho, um, um, yeah. So well, I'm glad you. Yeah. So that was that was the first one I saw. Yeah. Second movie I saw was yesterday. Yeah. And I saw that movie two yesterdays ago on Wednesday. I was. Uh, fortunate enough to get a free ticket to a screening from Universal as an advanced fan screening and if you have not heard of this movie pretty much what the basic premise is is there's a struggling musician who lives in Europe and one night he is riding his bike and just like the power goes out around the world for like 12 seconds he crashes ends up going to the hospital and when he wakes up and he's in the hospital um, he starts realizing that certain things in the world are gone and like this power outage like erased people's memories and any recollection of certain things or you know pop culture references icons are not a thing so uh again kind of i guess semi-spoiler if you don't want to go super into the plot but whatever so he wakes up at one point in time and finds out that people don't know what coca-cola is people don't know what the harry potter books are um and the big premise of the movie is people don't know who the beatles are struggling musician he then decides to play all of the Beatles songs and claim them, quote-unquote, as his own. And he goes from a struggling musician to a overnight sensation where people like Ed Sheeran, who's actually in the movie and is, is quite funny, are like looking to him as like an icon and a role mm -hmm. model. All the while, though, they're thinking he's this god, but he knows internally that it's not his music. It's the Beatles' music. And this movie is wonderful. I loved, I would say, although I fell asleep for like five minutes in it, uh, yesterday. 
It is essentially a rom-com scored to the music of the Beatles. So if you like the Beatles, definitely check it out. But if you don't like the Beatles, it's probably not going to be the movie for you. But then again, who doesn't really like the Beatles? I've never really met anyone who doesn't. There's people out there that that say they don't like the Beatles only to get a rise out of other people. Just because they do like the Beatles, but they want to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, yeah, so the movie's great. The do you have? Are you looking up right now? I, it's not on IMDb. Oh, come on, it's got to be. It's called Yesterday. Yeah. It's right here. Right there, the one with Lily James, okay. who's great in the movie, by the way. She was in Baby Driver, and I believe she was Cinderella oh, in her in the new Cinderella movie. I could be wrong on that; I've never seen it, but I yeah, know she was in Baby Driver. She's she was great, great and she was so good in this. She plays the struggling musicians. What's his name in the movie? Did uh, say Jack. Jack, yeah. Um, she plays his manager, and there's a whole kind of love connection and vibe going on with that. The scenes with Jack and his parents are great. The scenes with Jack and Ed Sheeran are great. I will say this. My one kind of knock with the movie is Kate McKinnon's in it. Uh, 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 Yeah. uh, Kate McKinnon likes to just make her eyes really wide and it's kind of like... Deborah Hammer. It's like, yeah. She's just really... She plays like a typical greedy agent and like who's all about money and like she makes like really like mean and derogatory comments while her eyes are really wide and it's just kind of her shtick. It's like Kevin James falling down. It's like, you're going to laugh and chuckle the first couple times you see it, and then after a while, you're like, eh. She's been, she's been really good in everything she's done. Um, I like her on SNL uh, for the most part. Yeah, and and then it just, this this always happens. Mm-hmm. We like these people, and then they like they only have their one thing. Yeah, I don't know. And then they just kind of fade away. And it's not, I can't really speak to like her film career, because I didn't see... The new Ghostbusters. I didn't see the spy who dumped me or whatever. So I am just kind of going off this movie. And she was just kind of fine. She kind of, I don't know. That was probably my one kind of strike I'd give against it. I wasn't a huge fan of of that character and everything with that was going on. And I think, Kate, again, I think Kate McKinnon's funny. I think she's really funny on SNL. Yeah. But yeah, this one just didn't do it for me. But I'd go for yesterday a solid 8 out of 10. It's really good. And they play some great music. And the guy... Uh, the main guy who plays Jack has an incredible voice. Um, uh, Malik um, Patel. Yes, guy's got a great yeah. voice. Uh, Himesh. Himesh Patel. Himesh Patel? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd never seen him before. He was so good in it. And it was almost great that, other than really Kate McKinnon and Ed Sheeran, it was pretty, and Lily James, who I'd seen in Baby Driver, but the main lead, at least for me, was fairly unknown. I'd never seen him anything before. And also, I didn't know this, but Danny Boyle directed this, and he's a very famous director, did one of my favorite movies. Sun, uh, Sunshine, which is one of my favorite sci-fi oh, yeah. movies. Great yeah. movie. Which is one of the next ones we're going to be watching. Space movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a solid... It's got... So good. So good. So, Are yeah. you sure it's not Peter Boyle? No, R.I.P. Unfortunately, R.I.P. Uh, so, Hemesh Patel has not been... He was in EastEnders, which is... Never a, heard of it. Uh, it's a television series on BBC. Okay. Um, but other than that, not much. Not much. Great. I, again, I think that was smart casting a, a virtually an unknown in the league because it also kind of plays into the part of how he wasn't unknown and then he gets these songs and, mm-hmm. um, you know, he essentially becomes an overnight That's smash cool. hit. Yeah, it was a, good, it was a really good movie. It comes out, I think, June 28th in theaters everywhere. So end of June, definitely check it out. It's going to be a smaller movie. You're not going to see promotions all over it like you will for Spider-Man Far From Home or Toy Story 4, but if you... Uh, 
about a month or so from now here of a movie called Yesterday. Definitely check it out. And again, if you're a Beatles fan, it's a yep. rom-com that's pretty funny and it's the, scored to the soundtrack and the greatest hits of the Beatles. I'm so I don't even, and I'm not even the biggest Beatles fan. I enjoy their music. Across the Universe mm-hmm. meets... It is across the universe, basically. Except not as fantasy. Yeah. Like, because across the universe is like a musical fantasy. This one really doesn't have much of the fantasy moments. It's a pretty grounded, although the concept itself is far-fetched, the movie and the world is very grounded. Do they play all their greatest hits as in, like, their their one album? I mean, yeah, as far as I know, every Beatles song that I could think of in my head... That I was like, that's a Beatles song. That's the most popular Beatles song I can think of was played at some point in the movie. That's why I do like Across the Universe because mm-hmm. they take some of their more unknown. What's your favorite Beatles song? Um, Blackbird. Nice. I think mine and my bass if I say Hey Jude. Yeah. It's a great song. It is. It's a great song. Love it. Great song. So, um, um, yeah, I, I think, yeah. So for yesterday, 8 out of 10. I'd go, I'd go nice. 8 out of 10 for yesterday. Uh, and then finally, to kind of wrap up this little movie talk and then uh, the episode itself, I saw Aladdin. Yeah. I saw Aladdin. How, how was it? Okay, so <laughs> going into Aladdin, I was skeptical because it's been getting very just kind of whatever reviews. Not bad, but not great. Just kind of like right down the middle. I think it's got like a high 50 on Rotten Tomatoes, but then the audience reviews were pretty high on it. Yeah. So I was a little bit skeptical just because of the reviews and everything itself. I was also a little bit worried for two other reasons. One, Aladdin is one of my top five favorite Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Disney movie they'll be remaking later this summer, and that is The Lion King. Mm. They have already remade one of my favorites, which is Beauty and the Beast, and they knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. That's my favorite of the live adaptations that I've seen thus far. Until The Lion King. Very well, could be. I mean, it looks so... They they showed a trailer before Aladdin. It just looks so good. And they got the music, and Mm -hmm. the the voice acting looks great. I mean, I'm so excited to see Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. I'm so excited to see Donald Glover as Simba. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be great. Beyonce is playing Nala. And then, of course, the great James Earl Jones coming back to voice Mufasa. He probably doesn't remember (laughs) the the original. I wonder how many takes it took him. We'll find out on the DVD, the bonus content. The bonus, the bonus. bonus features. It cut, shows James. Cut, cut, cut. James. James, it's not, J- it's not Vader. James. It's, it's Mufasa. James, 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 James. Um, James, you're not on stage right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I was a little bit worried just because Aladdin is a property that I hold very near and dear to my heart as a Disney fan. So I was skeptical about that. My third and final reason I was a little bit worried was because I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this is supposed to be Disney's big year of movies. So far, we've already had Captain Marvel, Dumbo, and Endgame. And out of those three, I think Disney is one for three for using baseball uh, terminology, or one for two if you want to use win-loss. I was Shooting going, 33%. I was going one for three, like batting average or your at-bats, but whatever. Three, you're repeating. Yeah. Um, so, and out of those three, I would say Captain Marvel was very whatever, very mediocre, did not like Dumbo at all, and I loved Endgame. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, if Aladdin kind of sucks, Disney's kind of in a little one for four hole to start off their big year. Not and again, this is just uh, like actual opinions on the movies. The movies and the financial side, these movies are crushing. Even yeah, Dumbo, oh, yeah. which was probably the worst received out of the four that have been released so far this year, it still did okay. Probably money wise, probably the worst uh, out of the four. Out of 
all, every Disney remake that they had done. I mean, they did like Pete's Dragon and Alice in Wonderland too. So those might have not mm. done so hot. But mm. you're, it's probably you're exactly right. It's probably lowest, at least close to lowest in terms of finances and critically, mm-hmm. financially and critically. So those are my kind of reasons why I was nervous going into it. In terms of like the trailers and everyone was like, Will Smith is looks weird and the CGI looks bad and he's too blue and now he's not too blue. What's going on? I didn't give a shit about any of that. I just wanted the movie to be fun. Mm-hmm. And now having seen it, I can say it is very fun. Um, it really... The beginning is great. It really gets off to a hot start and is like, oh my god, this is going to be so much fun. And then towards the end, it drags a bit. And the funny thing is... I. Can you check and see how long the original Aladdin is? Mm-hmm. It can't be more than an hour and a half to an hour and 20 minutes. Hour and a half? Hour and a half exactly. on the dot. This movie is two hours and eight minutes. So... What happened? So, what? And, and really, they don't add much more than I can think of other than like one kind of weird dance number at like a wedding or like a ceremony party thing. And then there's one new song. That they had. But other than that, it's all the other songs. It's the songs from the original. Why can't they fucking just remake it? Well, they did. And that, that's what I'm getting at here. They they did a really nice job of, quote-unquote, just doing a, a live adaptation remake or a live app, whatever you want to call it, um, retelling. Yeah. But just Shot for shot. But there's just... <laughs> Like the Psycho remake with Vince Vaughn. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I would. That's Vince the Vaughn reason. as Aladdin. I'm okay <laughs> that, with that. That'd be very funny. Vince Vaughn as. Well, we gotta go. We gotta the money. We gotta, no. we gotta hop to make Vince Vaughn, Vaughn as Jafar. Vince, that that'd be interesting. That'd Vince be Vaughn would have been a better Jafar than this Jafar. I didn't really like yeah. the Jafar in this one. Let's start. Let's start about the things I didn't like, and then we'll get to the things I really liked. Okay. So, things I didn't like. I didn't hate the Jafar. I just thought it was kind of whatever. Also, I really appreciated in the original how Jafar was like this old creepy like, yeah. weirdo. This Jafar looks like a GQ model. Like this dude looks like he's straight Mar- off some Marwan Kanzari. Yeah, like he just Kinsari. got like right off the most recent season, like The Bachelorette or whatever. He's an award winning Dutch actor. Okay. I mean yeah, he was fine, like when he got angry and he turned into rage Jafar at the end, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just kinda like, This guy's really handsome. He's, this guy's this guy's almost too handsome this, for Jafar. This guy looks good. This guy looks good. Um, and then my biggest complaint, like I said, I just think the movie could have been twenty to twenty minutes shorter because there's towards the end there's some things that were like kind of repeating, and I was like, didn't we like there's a part? And this is I guess spoiler again, but at the, if you've seen the original Aladdin, there's literally there, nothing different than in this new one, other than like no one spoiling. one new song essentially. But there's a scene in the new one where. Jasmine pretty much tells Aladdin she's like, she, she like tricks him to be like, oh, where's Abu? And he's like, oh, Abu wouldn't be here. And then she's essentially tricking him because she knows he's not Prince Ali and he's Aladdin. And then he pretty much is like, I'm not Aladdin, but I'm Ali, and it's kind of confusing. And then later on, when he's revealed, when Jafar's big reveal is like, you're not Prince Ali, you're Aladdin. Jasmine was kind of like shocked, and I was like, do you not remember like a half hour ago when you tricked him because you knew he wasn't Ali and he's been Aladdin this whole time? Like it was just things like that. I was like kind of retracing our steps. Like we don't need to do that. Yeah. You know it's him. Also, he looks exactly like Aladdin. <laughs> there like, is no mask like, here. There is no mask here. He's this... just not wearing his stupid little red hat. It's one hundred percent the same dude. It's always the Clark Kent, like. Oh my gosh! The only thing that changes his appearance is his glasses. I mean, it was. Oh, I can't. I can't recognize <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. It's like this is this is no bueno. This is no bueno. But anyways, that so that was that. Um, those are probably my only two really big gripes. Also, I will say this: um, 
I would have liked maybe like if since it was a longer movie, I would have liked to maybe have seen them incorporated some of the Broadway songs into the movie. They kind of at one point do um, like a little bit of one, and it could have been an original song that was just never used in, in mm-hmm. the Robin Williams version, the the, the classic version, mm-hmm. let's call it. Um, but I know, for example, and you don't really want to compare the the animated one to the Broadway musical to now this one, but in the Broadway musical, there's a great number with Aladdin's friends, and he doesn't have any friends in this movie. It's literally just him and Abu, but he's got three friends in the musical, and they do like this awesome number in the second act where they're like sword fighting and singing at the same time and like running through the palace to like save the day, and it's really good, really really good. And I would like, I just would have liked a little bit more. It would have been kind of cool had they kind of acknowledged maybe the musical a little bit more. But then again, they're totally they're going for the remake yeah. of the animated one, but they not the musical. Yeah, right. Also, at times I was like, hey, I was thinking, I was like, we're kind of a little Aladdin fatigue because people still watch the animated one. Right. Then we just had the musical like five years ago, and now we have a remake. So a lot of Aladdin content out there for all you Aladdin fans. Mm-hmm. Definitely no shortage there. But so those are kind of my issues, complaints, whatever. Really nothing too bad there. Again, my biggest thing, just we could we could cut 20 minutes off this movie easily. Some of the things I loved, the girl who plays Jasmine, I believe her name is Naomi Scott. Am I correct on that? Yes. She is awesome. Holy hell is that girl talented. And when she sings, she has like she has the one song that's not really in the original one. Again, it mm. might have been like a deleted song that was just never made the final cut. Uh, but I believe it's a totally new song for this movie. When she sings it, it's so good. And she was in Power Rangers, the new Power Rangers movie. Yep. She was the Pink Ranger. She's the Pink Ranger. And I don't even really remember her in that movie, to be honest, because that movie itself was pretty forgettable. She is so good as Princess Jasmine and her chemistry with the guy who plays Aladdin mm-hmm. was top notch. And also, Naomi Scott, I just said, she is a looker. My God, is she pretty. She is absolutely beautiful. And she can sing, and she was just really funny and like had some good one liners, but also like played this really like strong character. All I mean, overall, it was like it was really good. She was I thought out of all the the performances in the movie, she stood out the most to me. I thought she really stole the show as Princess Jasmine. She's married. Is she really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I take back everything I just said because I was only doing it with the hope she would hear this and then want to go get pizza. But now that I know she's married, um, poo-poo on you. Oh, no, she was great. Uh, she was she was wonderful. Um, the guy who played Aladdin, pretty good. I mean, he was Aladdin. I, yeah. I never once was... I was like, this guy. This guy's a good Aladdin. He, uh, he is a good Aladdin. Mina Masood? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's his name. Uh, I know that because he was on an episode of Collider Live like a week ago promoting oh, Aladdin. Cool. So yeah, again, he's Aladdin. I... I I'll always, if I ever see him anything else, be like, yeah, that's the guy who was Aladdin. He looks a lot like Aladdin. He acted like Aladdin. He's Aladdin. Uh, real quick, one other person I want to talk about, just because they looked like someone. The guy who played the Sultan in this movie looks like a mix between Joaquin Phoenix and Mandy Patinkin. Uh, and <laughs> Navi. I, yeah, I don't know Negaban. what his name is. All I know is he played the Sultan in the movie. Yeah. And he looks like a combination, a love child of those two actors. And then that finally brings us to the man of the hour, the guy who gets top billing. Will Smith as the genie. And it was fine. Like, I didn't... I I would probably... I hate to, like, rank, because rankings can, like, sometimes come off as a negative. I actually thought he was a very good genie. Yeah. It's just you're never going to beat the Robin Williams one. No. And then I think you. They, with they the have... character they created on the Broadway musical was a lot of fun. I thought this was Will Smith as the genie, and he's got some really good jokes, and he 
has a lot of good energy, mm-hmm. and it's it's just Will Smith playing the genie, which is totally cool. I thought the effects were fine. I never was like once distracted. I thought he looked the part, he acted the part, and I thought he was a very solid genie. Good. Um, I, I mean that the thing is, people want to compare him to Robin Williams. Yeah, and you can't do that. And you can't. But like, I also understand why people want to. Yeah. Because it is a supposed to be it's a so remake. Iconic. Also. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to. That's the problem I have with all of these remakes mm-hmm. is they're not actually remakes. Like they're the same story, mm-hmm. they're the same plot line, but then they add in shit. Yeah, they're that more, they don't need. They're just. I think. I think some might argue they're remakes. Some would say. I think for me, the proper term. I think I hear them use the most. Like what actually Disney one calls them are live at live action adaptations. Sure. Yeah. Because like even with Beauty and the Beast, which I loved, other than again with the exception of a couple of new songs. It's exactly like the original. Why are we putting new beat? songs in it? You know. So, but honestly, but that worked for Beauty and the Beast because they have that song "Evermore" that uh, the Beast sings, and it's really great. And the song in Aladdin that Naomi Scott sings, her little solo, it's great. Um, so I'm I'm all down for if they want to throw in a new song or two just to kind of keep it fresh. I'm totally for that. The best of the original songs that they sing in the new Aladdin is Prince Ali. Uh, it's really well done, and it's very big and spectacle. And like that's what I was yeah. kind of hoping for with friend like me um and it's okay i think again it's kind of I'm not trying to compare i've listened more recently to the broadway mm-hmm. friend like me version than the original robin williams version yeah and the broadway version it's a broadway version so it's very big and spectacle and it's like right. 10 minutes long whereas the robin williams version is like two and a half minutes long every and the this in the new one it's more like the robin williams version so like before i knew it was over and i was like oh okay it just kind of came every, and went every disney film has that big like big show, big style. number, yeah. Uh, what's the one? Whole New World was good. The Arabian Nights intro was good. Yeah. Um, one jump ahead of the front nine. Yeah. Did you Whatever like that one? That, did that, you like that the Cave fine. of Wonders? Was it cool? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was creepy. Yeah. It was cool. And oh, Abu the Monkey is wonderful. Oh, Just bet. delightful. Yeah. That, they, they they that that and the Magic Carpet wonderful. Good. So yeah. Overall, I'd give the new Aladdin like a seven out of ten. Yeah. I kind of yeah. I think I think it's good as a couple issues. I don't think people need to think too hard when they go in there. It's, it's an it's Aladdin, Aladdin retelling with live action. Also, also it's funny. Just it's got enjoy good music. It. Just enjoy it. Like the last time we got to watch Aladdin was it came out in like ninety two. Uh, I want to say ninety two. Yeah. So we've had to wait. Yeah. A lot of years. And if you go into this new one being like, well, it'll never be better than Robin Williams. Well, it's not going to be better than Robin Williams. Unfortunately, it's not the Robin Williams version. Also, it's the it's not the original. Yeah, so it's not. It's it's, a, it's its own new thing. But also, not actually, I'm not going to say it's its own new thing because it follows pretty much beat by beat the original. But it has its own breath of fresh yeah, air of and course. twist on it. I mean, because Guy Ritchie didn't direct the first one yeah that's true and i thought his directing was fine yeah i there's a couple slow-mo shots and like that's guy Ritchie thing but it's mm-hmm. fine i i know some people were not very happy with him directing i didn't care personally i went in there being like my expectations are fairly low to whatever um i had a couple things like i was worried and skeptical about yeah. and i left going that was enjoyable i think that's the that's the goal the, that's the thing that you should go in with is this low bar I don't think Just because it's easier. Yeah, see, so it's but it's hard though with a lot of these live ones, especially for the ones that are your favorites, because they're your favorites. Yeah, of course. You know, like when I go to see Lion King, 
I have a pretty high standard for that yeah. for that movie. But Lion King is on another level than all the other Disney movies. Yes and no, because to I mean Aladdin is some people's number one. Yeah, it's Beauty like and, Beauty it's and like the Beast a top five. Is, is someone's number one. Jungle Book is someone's number one. Unfortunately, someone's number one is probably Dumbo, and they were probably severely let down. My number one is Sword in the Stone. They're that doing would be a, they're doing a remake I of it. Know. Or they're a live action or whatever. And it's, I know. It might be on Disney Plus, and it's going to be awesome i hope it is for you it's gonna be so cool hopefully it's not the king arthur movie that guy rich did like two years ago with oh, charlie yeah. hunnam because that movie just got dumped on yeah critically and financially it made it lost like millions upon millions upon millions of dollars and it got horrible reviews so i hope for it your sake that one it i hope for your be. sake it's not like that and don't worry guy Ritchie won't be directing good it. that's what I, I hope for your sake I, I wish you the best thank in your you. future endeavors thank you with your movie so but yeah you, you know some movies Lion King, I think, is like the actual like tippy tippity top yeah. of Disney movies. It's like, I think that I think if you're gonna talk like about the most man, that's a, that's a the three most iconic Disney, not mm-hmm. Pixar, but yeah. Disney. I mean, I would say Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. You know, I almost want to some. I almost want to. Nah, you can't. That's a tough question. It's mm-hmm. hard to narrow it to three, but I'd say Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. But you got to think about those early days too, like Fantasia. Yeah. People love Fantasia. Snow White is the one that started it all. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, but see, those are Cinderella's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, I was, my I'll... sister watched that movie till she like burnt the tape out when we were kids. I was gonna say, you know, if you want to look at like uh, a uh, Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. just look at what shows are on Broadway. Yeah. Or have been on Broadway. I think another so. movie that people forget about because it's not technically, it has animation elements to it, but people love Mary Poppins. Oh, absolutely. That is a yeah. huge, huge, huge movie amongst like, yeah. when people think of like their like top three. Yeah. If I had to pick my top three, I would probably go Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and I'd probably throw Peter Pan in there just because I love that story. Mm. Also, but then... I'd also give a slight nod to Aladdin and probably Hunchback, followed in a close sixth by Hercules. Hercules. Love me some Hercules. Hercules is such a good movie. I also love the old school Robin Hood. Mulan. Mulan is good. Yeah, see? Mulan is so good. Man, what Disney did in the late 80s and 90s is just it, incredible. It really it, is It truly insane. was the Disney renaissance. Yeah, yeah it really prior was. to then, they were kind of like in the shitter. Yeah. They were making movies like Fox and the Hound and The Dude, Rescuers. You don't like Fox and the Hound? I'm not saying I don't like Fox and the Hound. That was just the general public Oh my God. Consensus. Fox and the Hound was a, just immediate crying every single time I watched it. I hate it. to tell you this, but Disney kind of went through, they call it like the Disney Dark Ages and movies like... Sword in the Stone and oh, yeah, Robin absolutely. Hood. Like, yeah, those yeah. are all kind of grouped in there. And then it yeah. wasn't until they did Little Mermaid in like 89 mm-hmm. that they're kind of like, oh, that was good. And then they did Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And they did Aladdin. And then they, and they, they did Lion stop. King. And then they did like Mulan and Pocahontas and whatever other Hunchback, Hercules. So, yeah. All those mid 90s. Yep. Are, are, is the absolute gold. Pretty much from like Little Mermaid in the late 80s to like Tarzan in the late 90s. And then it kind of like. Yeah. Then they start to go into like the newer stuff of like Chicken Little and Dinosaur. And... See, even Tarzan, I, 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 Tarzan is on a cusp of like. It's very much. That... It's very much towards the bottom. Yeah, as, definitely. If being like, yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's got great music. I actually rewatched it last summer before I went to Disney. Phil Collins. Oh my is god, the music an is great. Absolute monster. If that if that movie didn't have that music though, no one would give a shit about. No, it. not one hundred percent. No, no, one hundred percent. The breakdown with the monkeys. Yeah, which is hilarious. I love. You'll be in my heart. Great song. Oh yeah. 
That's a good great song. So we should do that in another episode. Talk about our favorite Disney songs. Oh, that's so make difficult. a list. We can make a list. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll, we'll put that one on the back burner. Let's get down to business. Great song. I think mine might have to be. I think I love be our guest. Yeah, I know. Be our guest is too. so good, and I love the guest on song. Just can't wait to be. King. That is the best I think villain song in my opinion. Oh, you're right. I that's love. A, that's a great one. And I don't have many dream roles, quote unquote. Yeah, that's. But what? if someone offered me a role like tomorrow to be like, uh, could you put on like 15 pounds of muscle like in a month to two months to play guest on? I would say absolutely. I'd stop drinking beer and eating pizza, and I would get in tip top shape as best as I could. That, to, that is a dream role. We'd have to put some. Uh, Lifts in your shoes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little short. I'd yeah. probably make a pretty good LeFou, in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to play Gaston. It's got the, the great lines. He has that deep voice, which I could rock that. So, anywho, let's not talk about my dream roles anymore. Let's wrap up this show because I'm tired and you're tired. I don't know if you're tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Kind of bringing it back to the beginning of our conversation or episode. So, that'll do it for this show, this <laughs> episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Sean, where can people find us? Um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to join our group, uh, we like to shout out whatever we're needing to do, or yeah. if we have any like issues with mics or anything mics like or that. Recordings or anything. That'll like be that. on Facebook usually. So Facebook uh, check us out on Facebook. You yeah. can like us at uh, the Unemployed Guys overall social medias. You're yeah. at Sean Allen Young. Yep. I'm at Luke Chaconis. Uh, just make sure you share us. Sharing is caring. Yep. And if you're listening on Apple, as always, please subscribe to the feed. Rate the show five stars. Leave us some comment. And if you ever want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns personally, you can message us on Facebook or email us at theunemployedguyspodcast at gmail.com. We check that every day, and uh, we love to hear from you guys. We love good feedback. We love getting people involved because we love, love Rohan Roha. So, Rohan Rohaha. Rohan Raha. Rohan Raha. And that'll do it for this. See. 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 Kabara Goya. I have never been called a man. My name is Luke Chaconis, and I have never been called a man. His name is Sean Allen Young. And I've always been called a man. That's mm, pretty debatable, but we'll no, talk about not. that. Yeah, we'll no, talk. I've never been called a woman. Oh. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> Sorry, I was on tour, and I had my long mm-hmm. hair, and some kid in front of me asked his friend, he said, is that a girl? And, right. And I said, no. No. Great. Good for you, Rohan Rohaha. Rohaha. Raha. Raha. Great, whatever. That's going to do it for this episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back. Melisandre. I don't want to. I want to. I want to. Melisandre. I'm ready to wrap up the episode. Thank you very much. We'll be back on Monday. You guys have a great weekend. Go see some movies. Go outside. It's going to be nice. And uh, take care. Adios. Sean, what should they do? Uh, See you guys. Get a job.